<laughs> oh boy, someone in the chat said I almost blew them up. They were at the party I mentioned, Joe. Oh, on 4th of July. Wow, yeah, tell me what happened. Hold on, we haven't started the episode yet, Joe. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's already swearing. Oh, that's fantastic. Just cut it, just cut it. <laughs> Heyo, Spaghetto here, and welcome to the Spaghetto Podcast, where you play the podcast. With me today is my special co-host. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm going to be the co-host today, and with me, I have Spaghetto. Thank you for introducing me, Joe, as we always do. Of course. That is my, ple- that is my pleasure, and my pleasure, and it is an honor, and I am honored to do that for you. The, the one and only. Spaghetto, the one and only. I actually think that there's a, I think there's a couple Spaghettos, because I've researched some and i had some guy that was mad at me for having a youtube channel named spaghetto because he had one as well well that sounds like a him problem because you're the only spaghetto in my books what do you guys in the chat that guys in the chat is this the one spaghetto the one and only or is he spaghetto one of several they're saying you're the one and only i'm the one and only that's very nice of chat all right joe uh speaking of recent events i was gonna talk about the fourth of july would you like to go first and tell me how your fourth went yeah i i I don't have that much to speak on the matter uh it was the fourth of july a few days ago we're recording this on the 7th of july so about three days ago me and my brothers drove up to the top of a hill in search of a place to watch the fireworks this was at about 9 9 30 so there were fireworks going off frequently and the place that i knew of that was secluded because we didn't want to be around a lot of different people did not have a good view of the fireworks. So we got up there and we were disappointed, but we turned around, we drove back in the direction towards home, but took a left to go up a separate hill. And although there were people lined up on this hill, we did find a spot where there was nobody within 50 feet. And we got out and we were able to see fireworks for miles. I'm talking miles and miles. You look towards the horizon, there's fireworks going off. You look even further down and there's more fireworks going off yet. So we watched them for quite some time. And while we're doing that, it occurs to me that 40 years from now, we're going to be telling the next generation or two about quarantine. I'm going to say to my brother, Jeff, you remember the quarantine? He's going to go, oh, do I ever? I'm going to say, you remember the 4th of July during quarantine? We drove up to the hill to watch it. We had our masks on and it was the first time we left our house in years. We're going to exaggerate. In, in 10 years, the quarantine lasted 10 years. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, the quarantine went from 2020 to 2030. We were just all <laughs> stuck in our houses for 30 years, and we had our hair down to our ankles. And 40 years. We would, we would just trip over it and get concussions all the time because our hair was so long. Constant concussions, hair down to our feet. We always have to circle back around to feet, don't we, Joe? Oh, rats. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like, what, two minutes, and we've already <laughs> come across feet again. Uh, yeah, I guess that's going to be one of the central themes. Unintentional feet reoccurring each episode. It always comes back to feet, at least once an episode. And, you know, we could move on. We could we could just move on. But here we are. And we're really we're really diving into it. Speaking of which, let's walk into a new subject. Let's talk about what you did on the 4th of July. Thanks for asking. Um, I got really excited about this this party that I was invited to by my girl and I um, was going to go, like, officially have, like, my first 
party at my girl's family house. So it's very nervous. I went and got a haircut instantly because my hair was really long because of quarantine. I said for them to leave four inches on the top of my head because I like to style my hair. Sure. They like pretty much buzzed my head. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I have like one inch of hair left and I have like almost a buzz, a buzz cut. <laughs> Oh, you 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 have a you you're used to having an, a medium amount of hair. I am, and my siblings were calling me Buzz Lightyear, so that was nice. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue! That was nice of them. Very, very nice. And after I got my hair cut, I went and I got like a, a nice collared shirt, and I put on some nice khakis, and I went over to her house for the fourth, and we we brought my buddy. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he wants me to or not, and. We had some fun. I was really nervous at first, but we kind of mellowed out, had some good party games, a, a barbecue and all that stuff. And we started launching fireworks um, after dark. And they asked me if I wanted to launch a firework. And growing up, I didn't really launch too many um, because my mom wasn't super on board with it. And we used to have a place where we could do it. And then after we moved out of that place, I hadn't launched any since then. So it'd been like about 13 years since but I, now that you're Buzz Lightyear, it's time to launch to infinity and beyond to infinity and beyond. <laughs> you're like, you're already making fun of my haircut and you haven't even seen it yet. I'm not making fun of it. I'm celebrating it. <laughs> Absolutely. We're shooting for the stars. Aren't we Joe? Yes. Reach for the stars. The sky is the limit. So um, they asked me if I wanted to launch a firework off, and I said sure because I was excited and I haven't launched fireworks in 13 years. They gave me a mortar, and I kept mispronouncing mispronouncing it and calling it Mordor. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, guys, I'm launching a Mordor, and they're like, no. And my brother laughed when I told him that because I was like, I launched a Mordor, and he's like, that's a place in Lord of the Rings. You mean mortar, right? So I went over to the tube where you're supposed to put it in and I jammed it in there real quick because I was nervous. And I like just I just went shoved it right on in there, just jammed it down, and then I lit the fuse and I uh-huh. ran a total of about two to three feet away from it and I stood there and watched because I was like, Oh, this is gonna go shoot straight up in the sky and explode everywhere. Well it didn't because I put the firework in upside down and it exploded right at my feet. Like this gargantuan explosion, and it was very bright too, and it just shot all around us. And there was like a group of like um, eight to ten of my friends around me, and I almost lit my (laughs) friend's hair on fire. Like just nuts. You almost offed everybody. Yeah, like I almost blew everybody up. And are you okay? Is everyone fine? Everyone's fine. I just um, my ears were ringing for the rest of the night, but my hearing and everything went back to normal. Everyone's good. Good. It was just like a giant firework flashbang, and it was just nuts. Wow, that 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 is a lot more exciting than my story about not having a good view, but then we did find a good view. Yours really, wow, that was, yeah, oh my god, that was, that, yours was, your, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, that was what I did for my fourth. Um, I hope that was entertaining enough for you guys in chat. Guys in the chat, were you entertained? <laughs> They're saying that they were. Very good, okay. So Joe, um, how was your week, by the way? Good, good. I started doing this new thing where I... I I clean. All right. So at the beginning of the week, I clean my room and that caused me to want to organize my room even more. And I put up these like inspirational messages on sticky notes above my computer that say like reach for the stars. The sky is the limit. 
dream big. I don't know. And then after that, I started making notes, uh, like lists of things that I want to get done throughout the day, like eat a cookie, play video games and also other stuff. And it's been really helpful in just doing stuff that I want to do. Joe has his own personal Pinterest. That's adorable. I like that, though. I, I do you. like that. Yep. Yeah, very helpful. I recommend that for anybody who's looking to, uh, for a new way. Uh, you're kind of like manifesting things that you put into the world because you write down things that you want to do and that makes you more likely to do it. According to chat in regards to the 4th of July story, they said I was making pipe bombs, and that's pretty accurate because I literally just blew it up. Nope. I don't want to say that on broadcast, but... <laughs> I blew up a firework just to clarify. <laughs> All right. Just sweating real quick. Did you do anything else exciting this week? I had a very eventful week, but to fully tell what happened, I'm going to have to trail back two weeks. We've been working on this new property that we moved to, and it's been a huge process over the course of the last month. And we were going to stay here, and we we're very excited about that. But the neighbors were really intense, and. There was a bunch of just crazy people coming all over the property, even at night when we weren't there. And they stole about $600 worth of building material that we had and other stuff. And I they... thought you were going to say $600 worth of fizzy lifting drink. Fizzy lifting drink consume the succulent nectar of the champions right now only $3.12 and a big toe yummy toe purchase now. Yes, that's our, that's our new sponsor, isn't it, Joe? That's right. Anyways, um, yeah, they stole about $600 worth of our building material, and then they cut the locks off of our storage units on the property, and they tried to loot those as well. So we decided to just finish fixing up the property and uh, just leave and go somewhere else because we didn't want to stay around there. We couldn't figure out who was stealing from us. I'm sorry to hear that that happened to you. Thanks, Joe. Um, it's It really does suck because the, the property is super convenient, but it's just got horrible neighbors. And right across the street, there's these... Um, Guys that get flat out hammered every night and then they blast their music from like 6 p.m. to like 5 a.m. every night and it's just ridiculously loud. Well, could you put up cameras to see who's stealing or you just, you, you're just gonna go? We're just gonna go. We already um, found a better place and that's why I was trailing back a week or two because we spent this week looking for a new place and my parents found one and they're really excited about it and it's about half hour from the city which is completely fine by me because it's not too bad it has trees that are literally bigger than a normal sized car on the property and it's just fantastic and it already has a cabin built on it too when you say trees bigger than a normal sized car do you mean like the the height of the tree because i feel like most trees are taller than a car no like width the, the tree trunk. is like yeah the tree trunk is oh, okay like, it's got a we we got some girthy trees on the property yeah that that does sound like a, a girthy tree Anything else that you wanted to talk about for your week? It sounds like you had a very eventful week. Yeah, I'll stop letting you fumble. Um, it was my dad's 48th birthday, and we celebrated that. He had a nice evening. He went out to dinner with my mom, and they found that property literally on his birthday, and he thought it was a, a great thing. And I'm happy for them, too. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. And the, the property is literally by this saltwater bay that's huge, and you can go sailing in it. So that was about the extent of my week. Will you be sitting on the dock on the bay? Um, I'm not a huge fan of swimming and all that stuff, so I don't know. I might just watch it from afar. Yeah, I'll just watch it with my eyeballs, of course. With the, I also watch with my eyeballs. I'm very good. I'm very good. I, I would hope so that you would watch things with your eyeballs. I enjoy to watch things with my eyeballs. All right. So now, Joe, are you ready to talk about our sponsor? Yes. Yes, I am. We, we are sponsored. Everybody, guys in the chat, we uh, have a sponsor now. 
Spaghetto, would you like to do the honors? Joe, do you like drinking water? Uh, I love drinking water, Spaghetto. I'm going to have a sip right now. Me too. I really could use some. Ah, that was good uh, water. So yes, anyways, sponsored by Crystal Water, the water that you drink. Sponsored by Crystal Water. Try some. It's good. All right. Not bad. <laughs> Chat thought we were going to say Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, wow. Not officially. Not quite. Almost. Raid Shadow Legends. Sh should we take any questions in the chat? Like a... Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chad, if you have any questions you'd like to ask us, feel free to pitch them in and we'll give you a minute or so to throw some in there. While, um, while we're waiting for the questions to come in, why don't I keep everyone entertained with a short song? <laughs> I just love how that was one note. How was it? Yeah, short, short song. How it's very it? short. Okay, it looks like we got some questions. Um, someone's asking where their dad is. He's out buying milk. Don't worry, he'll be back soon, I hope. Are you guys looking for an actual sponsor? I mean, that's something I've thought of. I don't know if we're well-established enough to actually receive one since we've only released one episode publicly. But yes, I would like to get a sponsor further down the line and just use the money that we get for it to further fund the show. Have you ever gotten lost in Ikea? Is it really a trip to Ikea if you didn't get lost? I can only assume this is the beginning of my sudden descent into insanity. I can't possibly be that bad of a navigator. And yet I've been trapped in Ikea for two days. I haven't seen another person the entire time I've been here. I thought it was a prank at first. Turn the place into a maze, get all the other customers out, and see how long it takes me to get lost. I realized that wasn't the case when I tried to backtrack. Everything had changed. Instead of the exit, it was just row after row of bookcases. I swear, every time I've been in Ikea, I've been in there for at least two to three hours. And I've never bought anything from Ikea, ever. I, I just went to go look, and I came out three hours later, and it was just dark. I, la all right, last time I was there, I realized that, because I like to get the Swedish meatballs. Have you ever had the Swedish meatballs from Ikea? Um, I would love to try them, but since I'm on a vegan diet, I'm not able to. Of course, I'm sorry. That's no worries. How are they though? I'd like to hear it. They're good. So I, it's for, for $5, you get like a certain amount of Swedish meatballs and you get like a couple sides. But then I realized that for like $1.50, you get like five or somehow there's a way of doing it where you order them like a la carte and you get even more and you don't have to have one of the sides, which is like cranberries or something, but you get, it's, it, there's a way of doing it. So we're not sponsored by Ikea, but have their Swedish meatballs. They're good. So someone in the chat asked that they re they said that they recently started a YouTube channel and they want to make it big. And they asked specifically, how can I gain people to enjoy my content since you're one of my influences? I'm glad that I'm one of your influences, but the biggest suggestion that I can give to you is to just be yourself and consistently upload and to try doing, try doing things that are new and relevant as well. And that, that's just the best advice I can give you off the cuff real quick. And my advice is irrelevant because I'm not a YouTuber. All right. Should, would you like to do one of the segments? One, a random, a chance, a, a segment of chance? Absolutely, Joe. Could you pull up a random number generator between 1 through 11 to select what game we do? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had that pulled up already. All right. Number 11. Number 11. Oh, boy. Joe, you sure you want to hear number 11? 
Well, now I'm not so sure. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not ready for this. Are you ready? Uh, no, now I'm not, but it's okay to do things that you're not ready for. So. Okay, Joe, please prepare yourself and get ready. Okay, uh, hold on while I have a drink of water. Try some. It's good. All right, now I'm ready. Now that Joe's ready and got his uh, throat all lubricated up for speaking, we will now do our segment, Wisdom of the Robot. And what we basically do is we randomly generate oh, some wise yes. words from my, my best friend, the robot. Yes! Joe, would you like to do the honors? Oh, oh yes, I would like to do the honors. All right, so correct me if I'm wrong. So we're going to generate a random sentence, and it's going to be the wisdom of the robot. The tongues lay beside the ice pail. Much of the story makes good sense. So, Joe, how would you decipher the wisdom of the robot? All right, so now we're going to deliberate on the meaning. The tongs lay beside the ice pail. Much of the story makes sense. So clearly it's talking about tongs as a way of lifting something. And because they lay beside the ice pail, the ice pail is clearly a container of ice, which which represents a compartmentalization of Earth. So the Earth exists, and there's a way to uplift it, and much of the story makes good sense. So there's a story. I think this is a defense of the Bible. The Earth exists. Yes, yes it does, Joe. Honestly, I think the tongs lay beside the ice pail. Much of the story makes good sense. To me, that's an obvious... Uh, defense of Genesis. Yes, in the beginning, God used salad tongs to lift up the earth. Isn't that how it goes? Absolutely, and it was good. All right, wonderful. What do you What do you think? What do, What What is your interpretation? I think the robot's trying to explain to us that you can lift up the planet with just a pair of salad tongs. All right, you came to the same conclusion I did. And the story absolutely makes sense. Wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy world we live in. All right. That is amazing that we both came to the same conclusion. Absolutely, Joe. Would you like to jump into another one of our random segments? Yeah. Should I, should I, uh, should I do the number generator again? Absolutely. Four. Number four. We're doing our fourth random segment in the list. Oh, okay. This, this one's not too bad. Um, would you like to go first, Joe? Sure. Prepare yourself. All right. I'm going to prepare myself by having a drink of water. Try some. It's good. Joe, are you just trying to relay upon chat that you're thirsty? I mean, last episode you talk about online dating, and this episode you're just endlessly drinking water. Well, no, I we mean, have a sponsor. We have to we have to shill our sponsor. Joe, was this whole sponsor thing just a front for you being thirsty? No, it's honestly not. I promise. I promise you. I promise you. Hmm. All right. So our fourth segment is random story time. Joe, would you like to tell us a random story? Oh, I, well, I went first last time. I would love to hear your your story. Are you up for a doozy? Yes, this does sound like a doozy. When I moved out of uh, Montana, we went to California, and we didn't have a place to stay, so we went to stay in a hotel. While I lived in Montana, I caught um, a giant bull snake, and I kept it for a pet for a few years, and we took it with us. And I really liked him. I, I named him Viper, and he was he was a good pet, too. He sounds like a good boy. We had to lock his cage, though, with an actual padlock because he would uh, pop the lid off. He was like an escape artist. He was a spider? No, he was a giant uh, bull snake. Oh, okay. I missed that some- <laughs> somehow. <laughs> How did you miss the whole point of the story of me talking about my four-foot bull snake and you thought he was a spider? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yes, my pet spider snake monkey, we took him with us and um, we didn't get the lock on his cage and we went to stay at a hotel. We snuck him into the hotel because we couldn't find a place that would accept pets. So we kind of went under the radar. I walked him in there with a blanket over it and they didn't question it. <laughs> a giant cage with just a blanket over it. It's a good thing it didn't hiss when you were going through there. Oh my gosh, yes. Every single time my um, my sisters would go into my old room while we were in Montana, he would hiss at them like no other, and it was ridiculously loud. Can you do an impression of that? Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me let me just take a quick sip of water and see if I can. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> oh, that was good. That was a great hiss. It wasn't too bad. I think I think you could do a better impression, Joe. Could you do a good hiss? Sure. Um, so moving on, we got him up into the hotel room and I was just starting my new school and we, I went to school for the day, came back and he had escaped and he went under the hotel door. So he left the hotel room and he fully just escaped. So we were freaking out trying to figure out what happened, but to continue this bit of the story, I have to backpedal to the day before. I went outside to go lizard hunting, and I was a happy 10-year-old wanting to just explore, because it was my first time in California, and there was lizards just everywhere. Where were you in California? What what area? Like Northern California? Yeah, I was in Redding, California. Okay. Uh, I don't mind saying since I don't live there anymore, but I'm not going to say the name of the hotel because I'm not going to dox them, but... (laughs) Dox them with business or something? Like they're a hotel? No, like I'm about to say something bad about the hotel. Oh, I see. Okay. I went... They had these giant, like... Um, bushes that were about 10 feet tall right next to the front door of the hotel and there was lizards all going through them so I went into the bushes to catch the lizards and I caught two of them and I thought they were really neat I went and showed my mom they were western fence lizards they had these bright blue um, scales on their stomachs and it was a really good time it was my first time ever catching like um, those types of lizards and when I was about four I caught a a wild alligator lizard with my dad but this was different this was something I did on my own for the first time and it was really really good experience when I woke up for school the next day it was my first day of school and at 10 your first day you didn't start school until 10 most kids start at like five like five yeah I mean I I was starting kindergarten at at 10 years old it was it was a wild experience absolutely well it's better late than never Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, it was my first day of fifth grade, and I was super excited. (laughs) (laughs) New school and everything, but I walked over to the mirror, and my face was completely swollen, and one of my eyes was completely swollen shut, and my face was completely red. And I realized that the bushes I went in right next to the hotel door was poison oak. Oh! Oh, no. Oh, that's that's awful. That's extremely inconvenient. So I went to school my first day with my completely swollen poison oak face and none of the kids wanted to talk to me. They all thought I was an alien and I sat down and they like scooted their desks away from me. I'm not an alien. Yeah, (laughs) but it was just an awful experience and that was their first impression of me. Just this kid with a completely swollen face and only able to see out of one eye. It looked like I was literally just beat to a pulp my face was so swollen it wasn't even funny i'm sorry that happened to you did you end up adjusting Uh, it took three months before like the kids would actually talk to me oh that's tough so yeah after that awful day at school i came home and i learned that my snake had escaped so i was freaking out looking all over the hotel (gasps) and down the hall there was this asian lady that was screaming at the staff that there was a snake in the hotel room like a rattlesnake because Bull snakes are known for being mistaken as rattlesnakes, and people kill them a lot because they look similar. So this lady thought that there was a four-foot rattlesnake in her hotel room. 
So I dart down the hall, and I said, it's not a rattlesnake, that's my snake Viper. And they had the kitchen staff up there with a pair of salad tongs, ironically enough, <laughs> that we already mentioned. And he had a, like, a pair of salad tongs and a salad bowl, and they were trying to pick ice, the snake up. Absolutely, a bucket of ice. Okay. And they were trying to pick the snake up with the salad tongs. <laughs> Just <laughs> he the was appropriate the, tool. <laughs> yeah, he was hissing at them and biting the salad tongs, and they're freaking out because they salad think it's a rattlesnake. tongs to pick up a huge uh, four-foot snake with salad tongs. The same, the same tool you would use to pick up a leaf of lettuce. They were just trying to clamp on him, and it was not working. And the the lady was going off at them, and her home language—I'm not sure what it was because it was so long ago—and she's freaking out. And then I show up. And she looks at my face, and she starts screaming more because my face looked that horrible. <laughs> you look like an alien. I, I did look like an alien. That's what my parents said. They thought that I looked like a little alien. I went in there. I grabbed the snake, and I held it up to her. And I said, this isn't a rattlesnake. This is Viper. And she looked at us both and screamed more and darted <laughs> off. Because it looked like the snake had attacked you or something. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, snake bite. Oh, no, swollen face. He's dying. But right. <laughs> <laughs> like you're in denial that anything's wrong but clearly you just got like bit by the snake or something and you're... yeah i'm just perishing as i'm picking it up and saying this is my pet snake you're on the way out you're about to expire yeah the chefs are bewildered and i take it back to the hotel room put him back in his cage and we promptly get kicked out yeah i could that's that's yeah that doesn't surprise that's the least surprising part of the story <laughs> the least surprising part of the story is getting kicked out my parents were really upset though that they had poison oak on the hotel grounds literally right by the front door no if they didn't have the poison oak literally none of that would have happened except probably still the snake escaping but the lady wouldn't have screamed at you in your face the reason why he escaped was because i didn't put his lock on that morning i forgot to because of my awful looking face oh well then it all is the fault of the hotel none of it would have happened if it wasn't for the dumb poison oak crazy i mean honestly i don't have any type of story that could compete with that so maybe we should just do the next segment i'll randomly pick another segment okay this time i'm gonna roll dice for it so you ready joe sure ready for me to roll the dice i am okay i uh i um i threw him across the room oh okay i'll give you a second to go get it while you're doing that why don't i entertain everyone with the song that was three notes. That was all right. So I got the I got the dice back. Sure, I know what we're doing. What did, <clears throat> What did you roll, Joe? Yes, I got a I got a number three. Are you ready to do two truths and one lie? Yes. And to explain this game, Joe or me basically tell each other two true things about ourselves and then one lie, and we have to d- differentiate which one's true and which one's the lie. So our goal is to guess which one is the lie. Should I go first? Go ahead. All right. Two truths and a lie. I have been in like more than five automobile accidents and lived each time. I didn't know how to swim until I was in fifth grade. And I've had three bar mitzvahs. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) These are so all oddly specific that I feel like they all could be true. (laughs) (laughs) But... I know for a fact that um, Jewish families usually only have one bar mitzvah, so I think the bar mitzvah is a lie. You're you're right. I did I I did have two bar mitzvahs though. Oh, that's that's abnormal. Do you want to hear about how I had two bar mitzvahs? A quick story. Okay, go ahead. Explain to me why you had two, because usually it's just one bar mitzvah per per kid. Yeah, per yeah one one per. Um, I so I had one when I was thirteen, and then I had another one when I went to Israel with my brother. 
and it was on the birthright Israel trip. And they said, tomorrow we're going to Mount Masada. Anyone who's never had a bar mitzvah can get bar mitzvah real quick on top of the mountain. And even if you had had one, you can get another one. So we're like, okay, let's get bar mitzvahs, even though we already had. So that's how we got bar mitzvah the next day. And Joe, for those in chat who don't know what a bar mitzvah is, could you quickly explain it? Yeah, it's a coming of age ceremony for uh, when a Jewish boy becomes a Jewish man and you read out of the Torah. When you become a Jewish man, yeah. do you get a do you get a neat hat? <laughs> no, you wear the hat from the you, so you wear the yarmulke ever, since you're 3, but at 13 you start to wear the talit, which is like a it looks like a scarf basically. Oh, that's and cool. Some other stuff too. Like you become part of the minion, which is like in a synagogue you need 10 Jewish men to be part of the minion and this. The minion? Yeah, it's like a congregation. Oh, I was just thinking you like you get a scarf and a bunch of minions, you just become Gru. Girls! I think I'm saying that right. The minion? I think I'm saying that right. You're just full of a church full of minions. Right. That is yeah, that's that's what it is basically. Uh what about you? Let's let's um So two truths and one lie. I have found an eight inch severed braided piece of hair under a hotel bed. And I threw it at my siblings and showed it to my parents. Wait, you say, say that again. You found a... I found an eight-inch severed braided piece of hair, like a full braid, under a hotel bed and threw it at my siblings. I can't swim or... Oh, this last one. I got to think of something good. <laughs> you got to think of a good lie? <laughs> I, hold on. I got to think of something good. Um, I'm sweating. Joe, give us a quick song. Okay, uh, while Spaghetto's doing that, I'm going to entertain everybody with a song. Okay, here we go. All right. I've been kicked in the face by a jackrabbit. The middle one is a lie, that you can't swim. That is the truth. Like that? Like I got it right, or that was a, uh, that was a truth? No, I, I, I actually cannot swim. Oh, okay. So the lie is that you never got kicked in the face by a jackrabbit. Yeah, I, I got kicked in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a ha- well. All right, that's fine. That was a that was a lie. I was gonna be like that's a half truth because it's still some truth to it. But the better the chest than the face. Yeah, well, the face seems like a little more like unrealistic. Right. Like, why was your face so close to a jackrabbit? They're not that tall. You no, but like I was just holding it in my arms and it, it like kicked me in the chest and catapulted it. That's kind of. It's kind of cute. It would have been cute, but jackrabbits are huge and it hurt. Uh, I'm thinking of this like little, like baby sized rabbit. No, no, no. Jackrabbits are like bigger than cats. That's still, I mean, I, I think it would still be cute. Like just a little, just because it's a rabbit. The name it's is jackrabbit. It's like a little rabbit named Jack. And it's just jumping off of you using your chest as a catapult. Like, I'm sorry that it hurt. But so, but like if it didn't hurt, would it be cute? I mean... I was, I had the wind knocked out of me, so I just, I wasn't really thinking, but yeah, jackrabbits (laughs) are chill. I'm sorry that happened. The chat says, sorry that that hurt, but your injury sure is cute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm saying if you didn't get injured, the fact that there's like a cute little animal jumping off you is kind of a cute thing for an animal to do, but like since you got hurt, it's no longer a cute thing that happened, but I'm saying like if that didn't happen. Oh, boo, your injury is so cute. You've been kicked by a rabbit. Adorable. Well, what do you guys in the chat think? Is it cute to get kicked by a rabbit? I don't know. Like, am I super weird for <laughs> saying no? That's not what well, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's not that unusual to be like, that's cute. I don't know. Sorry for laughing at your misfortune if, if it came across that way. I don't know. You're, you're fine. Uh, you ready to move on, Joe? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought we could close this out with some nice dice questions. <laughs>
I threw it across the room again, but I can see it this time. I got a six. Oh, six. Can you dance? Uh, let me check. All right, uh... <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can dance. Cool, cool. Do you have a favorite type of dance as a follow-up question? Um, my favorite type of dance is the dance where you don't hit your foot on the coffee table you're recording at. Ooh, I'm so... Oh. So, Joe, you ready to roll? Yeah, I'll roll now. I got two. All right, question number two. Upon dying, if you had the choice to relive your life or live a different life, which would you choose? A different life. Elaborate on that. What type of different life would you like to have? Well, here's my reasoning. Um, I feel like as you go through life, you kind of learn life lessons and you evolve and change as a person. And if I had to do everything again, it's like there'd be no point because I learned like all the lessons I've learned. So I feel like if I would have to go back and do it again, it's like, what's the point? Like I might as well live a different life and have a different experience. That's my reasoning. Uh, In terms of what type of different life, I don't know. I mean, just whatever happens, happens. I don't think that uh, there's much point in trying to like plan it out because I don't know whatever would be the... Somebody in the chat says, Joe just admitted his current life is boring. I don't think my current life is boring at all. I think my life is very interesting. I just don't think that I would want to live it again from start to finish uh, for a second time. I get what you're saying, though. Like, you would have to redo all of your same experiences twice, and I feel like that'd be so tedious to the point where you would just want to give up and do something else. I just don't like reruns. Yeah, that makes sense. You would want a new unexpected experience. And I feel like if you relived your life, you could very easily manipulate that. Well, it depends on if you remember it or not like is it going to happen when you say relive your life is it going to happen exactly the same way or is it going to happen yeah like it happens again and you try to fix things and all that stuff and it might just make your life completely worse than it already was yeah i mean i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to i would want to i would want to live if i if i was going to live another life i would want it to be under like different circumstances just a different <laughs> like just a I don't know I mean like I'm happy with my life now but I wouldn't want to live it again from start to finish so Joe as we're winding down on the episode do you have any closing thoughts yeah here here's my closing thought thank you for tuning in to this episode and if you liked what you heard consider sharing it with a friend that's a great thought um before we close Joe do you want to plug your stuff real quick so if you're on TikTok, I'm on TikTok as Disney Joey and Joey Cooks and tune into the first podcast at t1podcast.com and the only TikTok podcast at the only TikTokpodcast.com. That is where you can find me. Awesome. And the best way to find me is just to go on YouTube and type in Spaghetto and that's about it. Should we spend a little bit more time talking about our sponsor and go out on a watery note? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Let me take a quick sip. Hold on. I'm going to take a quick sip. Oh, Oh, went down the wrong pipe. Don't drink water.